0: Yo, what's good, y'all? Already know we are feeling live today. Feeling fine. I'm off a of, uh, ice sickle and a lime Lacroix, but we are back with the Runners Club <laughs> podcast. This is your host Ian. I am with
1: me, Courtney, Courtney Phillips.
0: Mm-hmm. How y'all feeling today? How you feeling today?
1: I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like it's a new day. I'm feeling it, like
0: it is actually. Good yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> I definitely. Um, this week has been really good. I had a, my first LA event last mm-hmm. night. Yeah, so that was like, you know, to get invited and to be at a dinner and to be all like socializing and such. It was nice. It was like, you know, a good little little situation. So um, met a lot of really cool people. There's this one guy there that I think his name's Derek. He um, he's like super popular on Instagram for uh, talking to squirrels. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wasn't ready <laughs>
0: Hey, hold on I'm fine. Okay, alright, Like, what's, what's, what's going on? You have my full under Yeah,
1: <laughs> and like He's not, you know he's Like, I
0: think How is he with people?
1: He's great He's a, he, like, really dope Like, black guy He's like okay. You know, like He's uh, he, I guess he's a content creator. Um, I shouldn't say, I guess he is. Um, And he did a video where he was like feeding the squirrels on his like porch and it like went viral. And so he's like continued to just not only like feed them and talk to them, but like name them.
0: Oh my God.
1: Yeah. He'd be like giving them positive, uh, Positive affirmations, (laughs) talking about you are worthy and such.
2: (laughs) We care for you.
1: Yeah. So I met him, and I also, and I, it was um, it was for Athletic Greens, and so there was there was a lot of like
0: come through.
1: Yeah. Right. Um. So I met like a lot of dope people from their team, and then I also met um again like all these like really interesting people that are like okay. Athletic Greens sees athleticism or like, you know, people who should use Athletic Greens, everything from like the artist who's on stage performing to, you know, the runner, right? Right. And um, yeah, it was just a really interesting room of people. And it was probably like 30 of us all together. And like Whoa. five of them were... Like, I would say like five to six, seven of them were like from the team of -hmm. Athletic Green. So there wasn't a lot of us there like that were, you know, creators. It was so interesting because when they talked about when we first like did our cheers and stuff and the woman who invited me, Julie, she was like, she's like, well, I just have to say that when I invited all of you, no one asked me who was going to be there because no one felt needed to feel validated by like someone else being there. And that's just like, I guess like an LA thing where it's like-
0: Yeah, yeah, I can see that.
1: Yeah, like ambassadors, influencers, and people, content creators like are like, I'm not going to be there unless it's like worth my time. Right. So I just thought that was really interesting. LA is hilarious. It's so funny.
0: LA is wild. Like the fact, like- (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know i guess i'm not so much surprised at i oh, know i'm very surprised about squirrel guy but like um the the thing about not asking who all gonna be there is because like that's a staple in the black community like <laughs> who will be you?
2: there right like, <laughs> but it's
0: it wants- so much about validation it's like do i even want to be around these months <laughs> like, do i want to come through and like sit there like who all over there. Like, first of all, you know, like... And, and
1: what are we wearing? What are we wearing? <laughs> right?
0: Like, right, I mean... get? Right. It... But now, now that you're out of L.A., that's like, now it's not just a culture <laughs> thing. It's an industry thing. And it come with all of these extra uh, assumptions about your personality and stuff. So that's pretty cool that, like, Athletic Greens has enough uh, cachet that it doesn't matter who's there because people just want to be there to be with that brand. That's super dope.
1: Yeah. I also think that they, invite, like, intentionally invited people who wouldn't be like that. Like, they... I think they're all about, like, authentic yeah. interactions. Okay. Um, I love that. Yeah. So it was... Yeah, it was really... It was really interesting. There were all sorts of... There was, like this guy that surfs and this other person who also runs there was people who liked to golf there were artists mm. that were like on tour mm. uh i don't know if y'all if you're interested if you're because like remember when i went to la and i went to that brunch it was a mm. mother's day It's black excellence brunch the guy terrell who makes that like he he orchestrates yeah. that like he was there it was just
0: it was like a whole little thing
1: yeah it was really interesting um And I, yeah. And I'll say, last thing I'll say about this is I definitely have social anxiety, but I really try to put myself out there as much as possible to just kind of overcome that anxiety and just kind of attack it. And so, Mm -hmm. Ooh, I just get, (laughs) it is really about like, okay, who's going to be like, what's the vibe? What do I wear? What, who's going to, you know, it's like, cause you never know, Um, know. but when you show up, it's just kind of like running for me. Where, Mm -hmm. or even just like an analogy to like 90% or 80% of the battle is just showing up. And then like Mm -hmm. the workout kind of takes care of itself. That's kind of how I feel about social engagement sometimes where I'm just like, I just need to get there. I just need to get out the door and I just need to get there. Cause once I get there, it's super easy. And and it's all the things that I had in my head about shit and anxiety I have about socializing. It's like, it goes away as soon as I'm just in it.
0: Right. Right. No, that makes sense. Listen, I'm happy that you are out there mingling in the spaces out there in LA, like you making the city your own and stuff like that. So that sounds fire. I mean, I I, I wish I was there. Like, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. But Um, I'm, mm -hmm. no, I was just going to say, like, speaking of events, though. Ooh. I know. I
1: would look. I look because our guest is here. So I was gonna our say, let's let our guest in, do our our you know thing with with our guest, uh-huh. and then on on when we come back, I would love to hear about the Nike event at the beach because you uh, guys so got we gotta, lit.
0: We gotta make it. We gotta make it fast. Like I said, like it, I got so much alcohol still in me and so little food. Like my personality is gonna disappear in like 45 minutes.
1: Okay. So we'll be right back with our guest, uh, Jess Woods. She's an amazing runner. um, And we're just going to hear a little bit about her story. So give us a second and we'll be right back. All right. So we're back and our guest today is Jess Woods. Now, first of all, hey
3: girl. Hello.
1: How are you doing?
3: I was worried about my background, but you've got like clothes hanging in the back of yours. So I guess I'm in my closet.
1: Okay,
0: I'm really working
1: on my studio situation currently. This Listen. is the most insulated area.
0: Courtney's yeah. like an up-and-coming rapper right now. She's an independent artist. She got the booth in the closet. Next time we're going to see her, she's going to have the, like, the uh, McDonald's cup joints uh, oh, stapled to the wall, the cup holders.
3: <laughs> I'm just in like a classic Brooklyn apartment, so if you pivot even just a little bit, it's like there's the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh
0: my god! I love it. I love it.
1: Um. So first of all, Jess, we I I really wanted you to have I wanted to have you on the podcast because we did momentum together, which was the Nike Innovation um pilot, um, and we wrapped that up recently. And I just felt like one, I want to know about you as a runner, but then also I wanted to just explore like this this recent thing of like our paths crossing for the second time, really, because the first time was back in Chicago right before the marathon last year. Um, and you interviewed me, which was really cool. And we like geeked out about trail. Um, Mm. and so,
3: yeah, that way I interview you, but we can, we can turn the tables here. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Um, so yeah, I guess one, tell us a little bit about yourself like a little intro and like where where you're based and like some of the things that you're that you're into right now
3: uh well like i said i'm based in brooklyn i'm based in new york i am a nike running coach here and i think i've been a nike running coach for maybe uh six years now i don't know i keep saying five six years for a while so i don't don't know what it is and uh i'm also a coach for brooklyn track club I founded a little spin off Brooklyn Trail Club. Um, I coach people one on one through something called the Chosky Endurance Collective. And yeah, any little projects that, or big projects that pop up along the way, like the Momentum um, pilot experience that we just did last year in Chicago, that was through Tempo Journal. Uh, so helping them uh, interview both local and up to elite athletes before the the chicago marathon so um anything running related that i can get my hands on that's that's what we're up to
0: yeah i love the energy right there that's like that's where i'm in my life just if it's running let me touch it let me do something with it
3: exactly
1: um well so for momentum what were your thoughts on like how how was your experience cuz we had different teams and we so for those who don't know momentum was like it it again pilot experience and it was an app within an app like we were just getting information and i guess the and like watching behavior right yeah, like exactly it was behavior watching <laughs> analytics insights on like how do we get the specifically women run like a woman's runner to get out and just like get a little bit more active and kind of break through that barrier of like i don't really know if i want to or what do i do and how do i how do i warm up how do i cool down what are the different type of works out, workouts that i can do and you me and chelsea shouts out to her and morgan we all had our own little group but so like what was going on on your end how was that going for you
3: yeah i i would say my Team was a little interesting, like the way that it was broken down. It was kind of like call it beginner runners or just getting back to runners. Uh the middle team, I feel like was more yeah, we run like let's just stick to it. Mm. And then uh the idea of my group was more maybe advanced runners or like people that have been running Mm. for a while. And so it was interesting when you're piloting an app uh like how do you how do you play to all of these audiences right because we did want to touch the the beginner runner and those that might be a little hesitant to start running we like we wanted this to be kind of like their safe space their gateway drug to running but it's like how do you appeal to that crowd while also like making it okay for an advanced runner to show up and still get something out of it so i think that was the interesting piece like uh, with my team specifically, is like how to keep that team engaged while also, you know, playing to all ability levels right. Mm-hmm.
1: It was a lot of fun. And we had a lot of tasks to do every week. and I kind of like it was weird waking up the week after and being like, "Oh my God, I have nothing in Asana for me to do." <laughs>
3: Yeah, I guess I wasn't expecting that part either. I, I, I let them know like, you know, a pilot experience. Is it gonna be loosey goosey or like it was mm-hmm. very like, no, we we're gonna test this thing, this thing, this thing, and like uh see what sticks. Yeah. So it so was just mm-hmm.
0: I was gonna say, so this this uh experiment or this pilot app was super interactive. Y'all really like mingled with the runners digitally.
1: Yeah. Like my group was like 1,500 people, like over. And it was like every day I had something to either suggest a run or ask a question or... Sometimes even like suggest different um, Nike products too, where it's like, oh, I like, it's really hot outside. I love running in these shorts or this sports bra is amazing. Like y'all should try it. It's also on sale type stuff. And like, even just like little tips and also shouting out the runners too, like adding them and like, applauding them. There's a little emojis mm. on there. Every time they finished a race, the momentum bot would be like, okay, so and so finished five runs. Da da da. So you could like kind of give them some more kudos on that. So every day oh. was like, all right, I wake up in the morning, what's going on? Momentum. Halfway through the day, what's going on momentum? And then at the end of the day, did I miss anything? And like everyone's interacting with each other. They're taking photos and saying like, oh, I went on a run and this was my scenery. So it was mm. it was it was a lot. It was like WhatsApp meets NRC.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. We're... I mean, Go ahead,
3: you know, Courtney, with with gumbo fit and with with myself, with Brooklyn Track and Brooklyn Trail, like it's all about community, and that's what we know that that's what gets everyone coming back. Like it's less about the run itself, and it's more about feeling like you're a part of something, and the run just so happens to happen, and so right. you know. That's what I guess Nike uh hypothesized is missing from the Nike running app right now. Like right now, you open it up, you go for a run, and you're done. There's no not really a community piece to it. So that's what we were really focusing on um experimenting with and seeing if that's something that people actually wanted.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. No, that's super that's super cool. So like did did like night, how much like freedom that nike give you were like the workouts the runs the apparel the stuff that you said you had to suggest did nike like have that in the queue was it like a script or was you able to just be like today feeling like the let's say looking like a 30 minute run for y'all just get out there and move but today hey let's do a tempo let's try to do two miles fast like how did that work out look at him getting uh behind the scenes a little you but, already know listen we podcasting okay (laughs) uh
3: it was I would say I had creative freedom with like the audio guided runs themselves like you know I, I wrote the workout uh you know was given direction as in like okay make this 30 minutes long and have it be a hill workout but like I was able to coach whatever I wanted to coach in that one and make it whatever workout I wanted to make it. But in terms of like the day-to-day, it was a little bit uh, scripted. And uh, that was my one piece of feedback was, you know, it's hard because I know they had certain things that they wanted to test. So it had to be to a a certain point, but um, for it to feel like it was mine and for it to feel like it was my community, I probably would have needed a little bit more creative freedom and okay. so you know so it would seem more natural and uh authentic versus like hey um my number one person that I wish I could run with is this person like I would never pop into a chat and say that like it's just not something
2: And <laughs> <say. laughs>
3: it's, they- great, it's great but it's just not maybe me so mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, and also as far as the work, cause like we would record the, the audio guided runs and then they would put it in and then you could, it was part of like the option So you could be like, I want to do a 10 minute run, 30 minute run, whatever. But then they also started doing like daily missions. And so then they would take what we've done and then it would be the suggested workout for the day. And then mm-hmm. sometimes, so then you could, so as a coach, you can kind of chime in and be like, okay, the, today's Mission is this, and it would be good for this. But then, in addition, why don't you try and get some stretches in? You know, right? Um, it was, yeah, it was very interesting. Um, and it was just one of those things where, like, it was such a small team where you and I, it's like we know we experience something that other people just won't, right? You know, or like we just did something super, super unique and niche specifically within Nike where I was like I didn't even realize there was a Nike innovation team
3: <laughs> yeah
2: but at
3: <laughs> the end of the day you figure I don't know what their barometer of success was but I feel like even if you just took away one thing like okay this one thing we saw people responded to and now we can implement that one thing into the actual Nike running app then I would I would say that's a success like all you needed was really one thing i think
1: sorry i thought i muted myself
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, is it is it finished or is Yo, it done? you know what smoothie
1: and i tried to finish it i was i was so sorry We're i okay. muted myself um <laughs> my bad
2: <laughs>
1: um yeah yeah, it is. It is true. Where it's just like there, I think there are so many things that they could have grabbed from because I was also thinking about the fact of like, yes, we're, we're looking at the runners interaction, but then they're also looking at us as coaches. Like how are, how are we responding to the prompts? How mm-hmm. do we, how do we like it or dislike it? And are we able to keep up? Um, so yeah. Um, definitely just wanted to touch on that because I just really enjoyed one working with you and then also just the fact that, like i I personally don't have anyone to talk to about it because no one else was there. It was just me, you, Chelsea, Morgan, Emily. like it was a team okay. of five. <laughs>
0: wow, wow.
1: And it was only because like even Morgan, Morgan was our leader. so it was like Chelsea, Jess, and me.
0: so, and then, each of you really only dealt with. Your, because you said, well, it was like beginner, intermediate, and then experienced runners yeah. and stuff. So, Courtney, you said you had like a thousand something runners. You dealt with those thousand something runners on your own. Just didn't come in and interact with them, and vice versa with the other. Was it Shelby? Is uh, it Chelsea? Yeah. Chelsea. Yeah.
1: We yeah, I could only see my team and so yeah, no, one, no one else could see and like Morgan she since she was like our team leader and worked on like the Nike side she could bounce from any but she never bounced into mine to like help mm-hmm. me <laughs> she bounced into it to see what was going on but she was never like uh I it was definitely like I was the coach for my team and then oh, I no could God. not pop over to Jess's team and be like oh what is she talking about um which I feel like I personally, I'm, ai love, a, I, I'm realizing more and more that I'm a collaborative worker. So I, I mm. love the idea of like, kind of being like, okay, what are you, what are you guys doing? You know, like <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, Jess got, Jess got a package. She got,
0: she got. <laughs> I
3: knew this was going to happen. The only, <laughs> the, oh God. I'm not listen, smart.
0: real runners living real lives. Real lives, <laughs>
3: okay. okay? L- listen. Living that New York lifestyle. It's I I'm not even gonna say the name because I'm not sponsored by them, but like the they sponsor they worked with my Brooklyn Track Club this year, and so my apartment turns into like import export of this uh, <laughs> recovery juice company, and that is 24 <laughs> packages downstairs. So we we're just gonna tell him to leave it leave, leave it there. Leave it.
0: <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Listen, I love it, but Courtney already knows he's experienced this. Listen, I know. When you moved, they was like happy to have a lobby back.
1: <laughs> Look, the way I used to get box water delivered and like the one time, the, like when we, when I was doing the marathon pro, um, cohort last year, we, I just remember getting so many Nike boxes that like it filled my entire foyer and I don't even have a big one. Like I lived in a walkout, a walk up. So it's like, there was no space for anything. And so I like- <laughs> I was like trying. I was consistently trying my best to just clear space so that other people in my apartment wouldn't complain about me. <laughs> well,
3: I guess that's one of the benefits to being single. I, I, I'm I'm just annoying myself. I'm not annoying anyone else here.
2: So.
3: <laughs> um.
1: So with that, Brooklyn, you're out here. I um. I kind of learned that you you used to be in corporate. And then you decided to quit and you turned into a, a like a, a runner, a coach. Like what was that? What was the catalyst for that change?
3: Um, I was I was in corporate. I was a material science engineer and uh yeah, I know. I didn't exactly practice that engineering. I was a broadcast operations engineer at NBC Universal. Um and it it, it was great. I didn't hate it, but I can't say Mm. that, like you know, news 24 seven is my passion. Mm -hmm. Um, so running was always a part of my life. It was a, it was a hobby. And then it turned into a little bit more than a hobby. I started off pacing for, um, Nike run club back when it was like, not what it is today. Like it was, it was, yeah. you know, the the various stores leading runs out of yep. their sport, right? And uh so I was a pacer on the weekend for uh Nike Run Club, maybe like back in 2012 or so. And um uh and then it turned into, you know how it is, whenever you're out there on your long run you you spend a lot of time like training for your first marathon that long run experience and being out for 16 18 20 miles like you start to bond with whomever you're out there with right like you're going through it together and so like I don't I don't know what Nike saw in me but maybe they saw you know out on those long runs as I was pacing those long runs you kind of turn the Pacers turn into like your satellite coaches out there. Mm -hmm. And that's what I tell the Pacers today is like, you're, you're the one spending all the time with them. You're the satellite coach. Like you're more than just a Pacer. And so uh, maybe after a couple of seasons of that, they eventually asked me to come on as a coach And um, I was still doing it on the side, like I was still at NBC Universal, you know, coaching a Nike run in the morning and rushing to work and taking a call in the bathroom while I'm trying to like change into my business casual clothes and then doing it again at night. Um, But then just enough opportunities were kind of presenting themselves that I felt like it was meant to be. You know, I'm, I'm very much more of a it's a sign.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Kind of <laughs> and then, uh, at the time like I was 29, 30 years old, like yeah. not married, no kids, like what what's stopping me from trying this thing? And if it doesn't work, you mm-hmm. could always go back. So Bruh. um so yeah, about maybe like seven or so years ago made the switch full time. Yeah. Uh, was coaching at an indoor treadmill studio called mile high run club. Um, so that was kind of like the, uh, I guess full-time gig because no one ever becomes a running coach for, for the money. Like spoiler alert. I don't know anyone.
2: <laughs> Through that.
3: And in in New York, you're not a real New Yorker unless you got like uh, five different side gigs. So, yeah, we (laughs) we, we pieced it together. We pieced it together. We made it work. And instead of, um, oh, I'm just going to do this for a little bit and then go back to corporate America, it turned into the total opposite of, I'm going to do this for as long as humanly possible. As long as I could pay my rent and my bills while being a running coach and doing what I love, like we're going to keep doing it. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, and it's spun
1: into so many different opportunities too. Because I mean, even you were saying like you kind of you take you were able to, you were interviewing people last year before the marathon and talking to the elites and talking to community leaders. We did momentum together. I see you doing all sorts of stuff, and now you've started your own trail like run club.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I'm just trying to. I know what it was like when I was trying to get into trail running, mm-hmm. and it is not easy in New York, right? or maybe it's intimidating in New York. like where the heck are you gonna go trail running right
0: i don't I don't New York is not giving me trails, not so like, me trails. explain
3: <laughs> it, turn, it turns out New York is just is more than uh Manhattan, so okay. I mean, uh, <laughs> we do have trail,
2: and uh,
0: I didn't know y'all had trees to be perfectly honest outside Central <laughs> Park. So let's go. Huh. Is wait a minute, are all the trails in Central Park?
2: Nah,
1: bro, you gotta go outside the city like you gotta go outside the city in Chicago. Oh, okay,
2: okay,
3: okay, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it it's amazing to see. And what I try and share with, uh, everybody once a month, we, we only go once a month, but I don't know how I could do more than once a month. Cause it's a production, right? Mm-hmm. So once a month, um, uh, I take New Yorkers out of New York and show them the trails and adventures and nature that we have access to that they might not realize that they have access to. And I always mm. pick a trail that's accessible via public transportation because like mm. the misconception is like you need a car. Right. Yeah. And 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 that. And I don't ever want the trails to feel inaccessible. Right. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> outdoors. I love that outdoors should very much be accessible to all. And so there's plenty of trailheads like right off of either Metro North or Long Island Railroad, or even if you take a subway up to 175th Street and go across the George Washington Bridge, we have a trail that's right across in uh, New Jersey. So Mm. there's there's plenty of stuff that you can explore without the need for a car can hop on public transit and you know varying degrees of difficulty of if you just want to dabble in trail running and see if you like it or if you want to go yeah. all in and start investing in this and get the hydration pack and trail shoes and all that that we got you know, the East Coast trails aren't easy. It's not nice, but I'm sure you're going to see some lovely trails now Uh on the West Coast in L.A. Like, yeah, they're so much nicely groomed. And over on the East Coast, it's like rocks and scrambling and just like, so <laughs> we got we got all kinds of varying degrees of difficulty here. But um it's I, I just love. Like sharing that with others because I know how hard it was uh, or how weird it was for for me to get into it, and so you know if I can help people kind of like build their rolodex of options, and then hoping that they then go out on their own and feel confident enough to then go out and explore on their own, that's that's what I. Consider. How
0: how has it been received? You know, getting your runners out of the concrete jungle and into the wilderness.
3: We have uh we've expanded into we had our first overnight sleepaway camp last year. Uh, what? But, Hold on. No, adults love sleepaway camps it turns out. So, <laughs> let's go. Right? Like it's it's amazing to see and myself included, it is amazing to see New Yorkers out of New York and just like what d- all of a sudden, like different hu- humans, we become. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I just love seeing people happy at the end of the trip. Like we're all enjoying like the, the post trail beer or food. You're just that. I told you it's less about the run itself. It's all for me. I, I like the the after the run part, the community yeah. part, right? Like just looking around and seeing everyone, like hanging out in the parking lot tailgating waiting for the train to come and everyone's just kind of like sitting around eating pizza beer talking like that's the good stuff for me I Love it. it's like seeing people come together who wouldn't normally come together maybe and mm-hmm. like going through an experience together and then just like i don't know enjoying the after the run part Veg- vegging
1: out kind of a little bit together yeah that's um, awesome well and yeah. you're oh, go ahead, yeah. Go ahead.
0: No, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Well, I was going to talk about her Jess's Instagram, but I feel like you have a oh, wait, okay, I trail. Got one question.
0: Yeah, i <laughs> Um, so okay, so we're outside of New York City, we out we, we're outside of the city, we're in the wilderness. Um, do you guys have like any animals you need to stay away from? Is like New York known for like wolves? You all have any bears out there, like or is it just like really aggressive Italian squirrels? Like,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: listen, we have some nature. We've got some nature. Uh, so this weekend, um, we're going to a trail that has a lake up top, and uh, that one has wow. some nature. We've got that one, we'll definitely see some snakes. They claim there's snapping turtles. I haven't seen one there, but um, okay. we've got. Snakes. we I've only seen a bear once. Knock on wood. Um, but we definitely got some snakes sunbathing. Deer. Definitely overpopulated with deer. Uh, but oh wow. Yeah, knock on knock on wood. Nothing crazy. Nothing
0: crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. Everybody signed <laughs> over.
2: <laughs> there we <you> go. Right. <laughs>
1: How? So you said you go once a month to trail. Yeah. Okay. And so then, what is your schedule like with um? everything else that you do because i know you said uh, is it chosh how do you say i know
3: chosky chosky yes is that for kids is that for adults chosky is the endurance Mm -hmm. collective that i'm a part of and that's where i do my one-on-one coaching so Uh, the the virtual side of coaching giving everyone their personalized training plans um watching what they actually run and you know it's all virtual though a lot of the folks are in new york and i can happily see them but um like we've got folks from from ecuador from the middle of nowhere oklahoma from you know like similar to momentum right like places where you can't normally maybe get an in-person community or an in-person coach so um so yeah I, that chosky is where i coach people but that's virtual that's the one-on-one coaching with the personalized training plans and checking in and uh making sure they're good to go. And uh, Brooklyn Track Club, we've got speed work on Tuesdays. We've got tempo on Thursdays, long run on Saturdays. And then happily, uh, Nike has brought back um, some in-person runs. And so I don't coach the Wednesday ones, but we have very casual community runs where it's a social run. It's a fun run. Mine is on Friday mornings. Okay and then uh nike has a long run series leading up to the marathon this year so every saturday um you know coaching as many of those as i can leading up to the marathon so Mm. when do you find time to train for your own things uh so you know i work when people aren't working Mm -hmm. right so i'm like coaching on the bookends of the day.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And so then I run when people are working. I feel
1: midday. Like. <laughs> it, well, so on your Instagram, I see how you, you're you like, you know, just making something hard, that, uh, something that's already hard, even harder by running midday. So this is yeah. why, because you're coaching in the morning, coaching in the evening, and you kind of have to do your runs kind of high noon or oh, wow. the hottest time of the day, it seems like.
3: Yeah, but I justify it by saying like, I train, I try and train for one ultra a year. Like uh, for me, it's too, too much to do more than that, Uh, you know, like Mm -hmm. training personally and coaching. Uh, So I try and just do one a year. And so I justify it by, you know, training for an ultra is all about learning how to suffer and being able to handle (laughs) suffering and being able to suffer more. And so... Just making hard things harder was the theme this year uh, because my race is at altitude and I can't train at altitude. So, what I can do is practice making hard things harder and, you know, being okay with suffering. So, we've been purposely running, you know, at the worst part of the day. Uh, Just let me ask you purposeful suffering, purposeful suffering.
1: suffering. I have so many.
0: Got you, got you. Let me ask you have you ever (laughs) tried like one of those altitude masks?
3: I um you know I thought about it thought about like the altitude tent and then I mean at the end of the day I I can't say I um plan on running at altitude often (laughs) so (laughs) these these are investments and so I'm like you know I'm not gonna spend $2,500 on an altitude tent (laughs) to acclimate to like do the I'm not an elite runner right I am like Amid to the back of the pack, chasing cutoff times like we're just trying to finish. So, right, right,
2: right.
3: Uh, so no, I didn't do the mask or the tent.
0: Um, I didn't know they even had a tent. That's wild.
3: Yeah, you, you basically, like, sleep high, train low. So you just, you, you acclimate your body to sleeping with less oxygen for, like, eight, ten hours a day, and then...
2: Uh, in a like tent a kink,
0: but okay
3: Bro. Yep, it's a tent that like goes over your bed <laughs> and sucks the oxygen out
0: <laughs> yeah no that's that sounds like a kink we not and that's why <laughs> that's why
3: that sounds dangerous like
1: i feel like i would yeah. be scared of dying you know like no, I would not be able oxygen to sleep. out of my my the area that i sleep where i'm not conscious like that's crazy
0: uh, That's next level, man. Shout so out is- to any runners who do that. If y'all do that, let us know. Like <laughs> let us know. So us a pick of your DM us a pick of your tent.
1: Right. Well, so you so you said one ultra a year. What is first of all? What have you ran? And what is your favorite? And also, what are you doing this year since you're doing altitude? And you said you not you don't do that a lot. So where are you
3: going? Yeah, definitely don't do that a lot. More of a mm-hmm desert runner um i've done havelina 100 i think about five times what is it uh havelina 100 it's havelina. in arizona okay um so i've done that one maybe five 100K, times, 100 miles. miles miles oh my 100.
0: god you a whole ass runner <laughs>
3: that is yeah. the all ult- that's the thing
1: is that people don't realize that this ultra marathon running it has levels to it like and you are that's at the not- senior
3: level because there's four yeah. levels I, yeah. yeah like it definitely starts at like the 50k distance like that is still an ultra like 50k 50 mile 100 mile but then just as 100K, soon as hundred mile yeah just as, okay. soon as- you i just want do everyone to understand it. i just because
1: you know sometimes i feel like people don't know and i'm like you are literally at the top level of ultra running
3: but there's always people doing more extreme things than you is yes. the thing because yeah. then you start to, then you start to get into like the multi-day races or like um, yeah. the ones like across mountain ranges in europe and like so it gets more and more just when you think like
0: I'm waiting on Rose. I'm waiting on one of my homies, Rosalie, to start telling us about these three, four-day races she about to yeah. start doing. Cause I know eventually she got a level up from Ultra.
1: Yeah. Are you I, are you satisfied with the hundred miler? Like, okay, have you done a 50K? Have you done a hundred? Have you done the have you worked your way up? Or did you just say I want to do a hundred miles?
3: Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, I definitely worked my way up and um discovered that I'm definitely not like the fastest runner. And so I figured um, once you get to like the 100 mile distance, people stop asking you, what was your pace? What was your time? They're just like, <laughs> they're just like happy that you did it. And so right. I I really like the distance or uh, like last year, the multi-day race, I, I like them because I think it evens the playing field. So for someone like me, who is a middle to the back pack runner. Hundred Like, there's so many things that can happen over the course of 100 miles, so many um, variables, so many uncontrollables, so many, like, mistakes strategically that you could make that could then, like, you know, there's so many elite runners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter how fit you are, drop out of these 100-mile races. So, I kind of like how, you know, someone like me, as long as you are strategic about it and you can problem solve and you have enough mm-hmm. like stubbornness. You can potentially complete these same races that like the elite of the elite are doing. Mm-hmm. So mm. that's why I like the distance. It's kind of like the dumber, the better for me right now. Like if it's, <laughs> that's what I discovered in this round of training. Like, you tell me to just go out for your standard, like six, seven, eight mile run. I'm like, ah, that sucks. But if it's like, all right, I want you to make sure you cover 2000 feet of elevation. And then like, you could tell me to like do somersaults for two miles. And I'd be like, all right, let's figure this out. <laughs> like, <laughs> if,
2: it's,
3: if it's weird and it involves like some problem solving and some, some thinking about it and some strategy, I like it. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I,
1: cause when we met, I was telling you I was training for the 50K. Yeah. Didn't make it to it because I ended up running a five, a, a 5K in LA and hurt my hip because I was doing the yeah. most. And it was like, you know, and so I learned my lesson there. But I, I agree. Where I'm not the fastest runner, but I really enjoy running, and I, I just like being outside in general. So anything that kind of gets me out for long periods of time, and also that leveling of the playing playing field, I think specifically in the context of like being a woman, is really satisfying because women really succeed at these like ultra uh, distances. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, and it's, it's just fun to just be able to do something that is even like, cause you get these people who are like, I'm super fast, but it's just like, okay, but have you run 50 miles? you know like you have some yeah. sort of a bragging right as well not that that's the only thing that matters but it's like yeah this shit is hard it's strategic it's it's not just like about your physical ability it really is about like are you stubborn do you have a strategy do you have a good team around you and are you that type of person that's just gonna freaking do it and keep... blah, blah, blah. um and that's definitely I'm it definitely resonates with me
3: I swear we, it's not like a masochistic thing. Like we just enjoy suffering. There's more, there's more to it. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> the suffering though, I think helps me a little bit. I think running in general is a little bit of like, it like, it's like a, running is a little bit of like ego death.
0: <laughs> it's a Got little you. bit of a, a It's little, humbling, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, which I appreciate. <laughs>
0: At it all hard. all ends of the spectrum, like whether you like, yeah. like doing a 50K, 100K uh, marathon, like even like for me right now, trying to start restarting a training cycle for the umpteenth time this year and just realizing like just how much fitness I've lost since my last training cycle, it's like it's so hum. Like I was running with Mike and Aaron yesterday on a lakefront and they was, like, having, like, first of all, a 20-minute conversation uh, about running. And they will sometimes, like, try, trying to include me. And I was giving them two. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, no. Nah, yeah, bro. Y'all. Yeah. You know, like, that's all. I, like, there was no sentences coming out. because I'm like, my ego is not dying. I just want to keep up with them <laughs> and cross with them. And in order to do that, I had to sacrifice conversation. Yeah. You know, where in the past, like, that pace? we could have been singing songs the entire time you know with no problem so but so that's what running is
2: Mm-hmm.
1: so jess are you um with your track club are you who how many what is like the programming for that because i know people it's something that you have to pay it's like a membership thing right and so yeah. um how does that structure work and like if someone is interested in like popping up on you guys, is that possible? Like how, and what is the experience you're giving to everyone? Cause you have three things
3: a week, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's a lot. And mm. like, um, so, okay. So I'll backtrack a little bit. So Steve Finley is the founder of Brooklyn track club and, um, he comes up with the, I would say the overall, uh, training plan, right? Like what we're doing each mm-hmm. week. And, um, it is capped at first it was capped at 500 runners, then 550 and it keeps growing and growing. Um, so I think we're at about 550 right now and there are my, myself, there's probably like four coaches, including myself and then Steve Finley, um, wow. and so- the experience that we give them like i said we do track on tuesday but there's actually three different practices they could choose from on tuesday there's like tuesday morning and we have concurrent sessions going on at the east river and at mccarran in brooklyn so they've got like two options that they could go to at 7 a.m they've got another one they could go to at 7 p.m like just trying to make sure that we're offering uh stuff for everybody right whether you're in Mm -hmm. manhattan or brooklyn am pm um and then i always tell people like i I didn't believe that it was going to work at first like how do you prevent people from showing up that aren't like paying members um but i would say 99 of the time it works right because you you come and i always encourage people to like check out a session first before um becoming a member but you come you see what it's all about and you don't get the community piece unless you then become the paying member right so like if you just want right. to if you just want to show up and come to a track workout and not pay like that's on you but then what you're missing out on is like we're on this app called Halo and that's where all of the like post track and chat happens that's where all the sidebar like oh let's organize a friday morning run to coffee let's like mm-hmm. go rock climbing wednesday night that's where like all that stuff happens and that's where you find out about you know the trail events or like races that people are signing up for so that's where like the community
2: yeah
3: and so um we're trying to offer more than just you know the tuesday thursday saturday practices there's the the community piece to it as well what and hopefully you can find whatever it is you're looking for (laughs) inside the community, whether you're training for like a one mile indoor race up to a hundred mile trail run, like hopefully we got something in there for for everybody. Yeah, Yeah.
1: That's, that's amazing. I know, I mean, I would say Brooklyn Track Club is a really good example for elevating a track club to make it something where people can get compensated for their work and are like opting into like a membership Model because there aren't many examples of a membership model that I know of within the as like a running community. Yeah, there's almost an expectation for it to always be free in some way. Um, Mm -hmm. but from what you know, you all are really offering something special, and track is so technical that it makes sense that that is something that, like, yeah, like you should pay for it. But it's good to know that you can still pop in if you aren't a member yet. Because I know I was in New York, of like last sometime last year and i was like oh i want to everyone was like go to brooklyn track club and i was like but i'm not a member like i I don't know like i don't know i don't want to pay yet you know i don't know what the situation Mm -hmm. is so now i know like and also i know you so i can easily just text you but you know for anyone else that's like just in la and in new york looking for a track workout you can at least like come and see what the vibe is right
2: yeah
1: okay cool um Ian, I know what like I feel like you have I feel like you had a question uh you feel
0: like I have something no yeah. I mean Jess has been excellently like, explaining this is everything
3: this is... you said <laughs> what I said he said this is enough for one day I can't
1: <laughs> you're so but I would like the thing about you Jess though is that like I think you're you're like one of the people that I've the one of the first people i met in in running as a coach that's like really doing so many different things um because you have your personal training you have the track club you have um the the trail but then you're also doing your own stuff and so it's like it is kind of wild to see how you move because i'm like oh my gosh like she lit you live and breathe running (laughs) and even on your social and you're hilarious so like your social media is hilarious because you're like the you were (laughs) talking the squirrel post about the squirrels the dumping heat, dumping onto this yeah. onto the sidewalk. They're like spread eagle onto the side with their stomachs on, and heat she, dumping. yeah. And she posted this article about how like it's like the I don't know it was New York Times. I was just like, if you see squirrels doing this, don't worry, they're okay. They're just heat dumping because it's hot outside. And then she posted a picture of her runners doing the same thing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. You don't have to call anybody. They're just they're just heat dumping. <laughs>
0: That is hilarious. Does yeah. that actually work? Like, can we do this? Because, like, I have no AC in my store, and I might just need to be spread eagle out in front of it sometimes. <laughs> I
3: mean, that's what dogs do, right? They like sloop down on
0: the damn, I never even knew that.
1: Find a cool surface and just lay your belly down on
0: it. Just you lay know? out there. Oh my yeah. god. Well, that's yeah. what you guys will see walking up to last lap. <laughs> Luna, these hotter months of the summer is and like, yeah 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 just grab it from the back. <laughs> but i love that i love that i mean no it's that is pretty cool to know that you you know are able to do this balancing act um i tweeted something yesterday it was like uh you know the reason i'm basically re- constantly restarting my thing is because they am doing so many running related things that it's keeping me from actually focusing on running not including personal you know like i'm a am a father myself so you know two three children and like just constantly moving around those responsibilities and shuffle them to what they need to do and where they need to be and it's like trying to make time for running is so hard and it's not even so much as making like physical time but it's making like mental and emotional time for it because okay. like can i get up at 5, five a.m. in the morning. I'm not doing anything at that time. But yes, when I open my eyes and I'm like, "Oh my god, yesterday was so fucking crazy." I just need another minute, like here, and that minute turns into like another 2 hours. <laughs>
3: it's it's very real. It's very real. So it's not like, you know, all sunshine and and rainbows, of course. Uh So like this year I was pushing my long run to Mondays most of the time because, and I'm, and I'm not complaining. I love my job. I'm very grateful for my job. But when you have 300 people show up to long run on Saturday and then like, it's just emotionally draining, like all the, all the, all the energy you put into it and like the one-on-one talks afterwards, like I didn't physically do anything. I didn't like run the whole long run with them, but just like, you know the hours of being out there and then it's like i have to like secretly a closet introvert where i then need to like go home into my dark space and like watch recharge time and like murder and then recharge and then maybe do my own run another day like it's um yeah running can be right coaching can be just emotionally and and physically draining sometimes yeah. so i feel yeah, that's why i, I just just do one race a year it's too much
0: it's too much
1: much. (laughs) um all right well i was just gonna say that um i want to know a couple things because i i want to implement some questions for our guests and one is when do you feel most strong and also how are you recovering
3: Uh, well, I, yeah, I guess I just mentioned recovering is like sitting on the couch watching a murder, but uh, are you a stretcher
1: though? Do you go and get massages? Do you, how do you take care of your body? Do you go swimming? I guess that's not recovery, but do you like sit in a sauna, steam room?
3: Um, big fan of, I try and do my physical therapy. I try and go to physical therapy, not just when you're injured, but like leading up to a race too because um you know they'll do the manual work on you but also give you exercises to yeah and stuff so that you don't get hurt so i do and i'm very grateful for the help that i have around me uh so i do try and go to physical therapy uh big fan of the compression boots cuz you can just do that laying on the couch um but mm. what i've learned what i've learned this year um, is the fueling piece I always thought I ate enough, um, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if like my body has changed as I get older or it changed post COVID or what the hell is going on. But, um, this round of training has been very trying and dealing with like some low energy levels and what's going on. So, um, just realizing that, um, maybe I just need to eat more all the time, just basically all the time. so there's a we've been a little bit more focus on fueling this time mm-hmm. and um I've been kind of bad about the massages, but the gym that I belong to like they just got a cold plunge Ooh. like Ooh. Oh, yes, yes I'm a
0: wow I know
3: lots of um different recovery modalities out there and. They've gotten like fancier and fancier, but I just feel like there's something to be said about sitting in a nice bath or sitting in a cold bucket of water. Like it, honestly, it all comes down to whatever works for you. And even if there's no science behind it and it's a placebo effect, if it helps you feel good, then keep doing it. (laughs) Mm. doing it.
1: Okay. So Mm. then when do you feel most strong?
3: I feel most strong. I oh, uh, and it's like a little cliche because they made a TikTok audio about it. Um, I feel I feel most strong like when I'm when I'm in the woods. When I'm like, okay. you have that, and, and in my and I should probably go to therapy for it because it's a little bit dissociating. But uh, when you're in the woods and you have that those moments of no one can contact you and you forget about um, maybe your responsibilities for the day and you're just focused on one singular task at hand of like, you know, making it to, if it's during a race, making it to the next aid station, or if you're just focusing on like making it to the summit of a trail, I just feel the most strong when, you know, I'm in the woods and soaked in sweat and like uh focusing on where we're going, making sure we don't get lost, like just focusing on a singular task at hand and kind of forgetting about everything else for that for those few hours. That's when I feel most strong, I would say. Love that. Amazing. Yeah, super dope. It was like, I feel the most pretty when I'm <laughs> covered in dirt in the woods. I'm like oh,
0: <laughs> the most not the most rid. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, thank you so much
1: for joining us. I feel like it's like long overdue on my end because I just since knowing you from last year and knowing that you're into trail, I just like was like, oh, she's fucking cool. So that's <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> great. And then to be able to work with you has been such a pleasure. And um so yeah, I'm like I'm excited to kind of like one next time I'm in, I'm in New York like linking up with you. Eventually we are gonna get a trail run in. Um yes. yeah, but you're like you're definitely my um ultra uh ultra distance inspiration. Thank you.
0: Love that. Love that. I would definitely be interested in being pointed to some directions of some New York trails. Like I love New York. I love coming to New York. Yeah, I enjoy the city, the hustle and bustle, but to see the wilderness side of New York would be like fucking fire.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Get, follow Brooklyn Trail Club. Get some FOMO going this weekend. Follow okay. where we're going. <laughs> awesome. Love it.
0: Is it is it uh is it overnight this weekend or is it just the trail?
3: <laughs> no, not okay. this weekend. No.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool mate. cool mate. <laughs>
1: Awesome. Well thank you, Jess. And uh we'll definitely be having you on again later. When is your race? Because I love talking to people after a race.
3: Next weekend. Oh.
1: <laughs> yep. hundred miles. And That's you said you're going to wow. is it where is it that you're going?
3: It's in Ludville, Colorado. Colorado. Okay.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Wow.
3: In the mountains. Walk walk. Yeah, definitely in the mountains. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well,
0: but good but luck. Where's, where's Colorado?
1: You Know Denver, Colorado, bro.
0: Oh, shit. okay, got you. All you right. know
1: exactly where it is.
0: I don't know, man. Colorado, Colorado is not one of them places. I don't no know. If in I
2: heard of that.
0: Listen. <laughs> Listen, in my mind, Nevada was Colorado. In Nevada. My mind, like, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right by Courtney. Like, say like that. Yeah, that's right there. A little bit of- <laughs>
1: Definitely come out. Look, if you come out to LA, we'd love to hit a trail out here as well. Of yeah, yeah, you
0: wanna uh do you wanna share IG? Do you want oh. to do all of that? Especially if you like super funny on there. I need something on my timeline to laugh at. Let's go. I
3: don't know. I don't know if I'm funny or just self-deprecating, but uh <laughs> <laughs> it's J E S L Y N N Y C. Jesslyn N Y C um oh. that's follow me personally uh if you want one-on-one coaching that's over on Chotsky Endurance Collective if you want to what follow, does Chosky
0: mean is that like Russian for spunk
3: oh see now I really am gonna mess up the story now that you, you, cut, <laughs> off, you cut off this podcast right now uh it had oh I'm gonna butcher it but they were messengers by foot in Ecuador like covering uh, ultra distances to oh shit um, it's an
0: ecuadorian word
3: yes yes oh wow well we're gonna save that for part two because i'm gonna butcher the story that i should very much know
2: <laughs> okay I, actually i think okay. i
3: heard about that because
1: they're like and they wouldn't wear shoes I'm pretty Ooh. sure they didn't have shoes on either. Well, there's like, it, to this day, there's certain people, and maybe there's this, this is also like Ecuador. Oh, and shit. And in, in, in parts me about Africa. Them. Yeah. where like they're, they like, they are messengers and they run from place to place, but they don't wear shoes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Right. Karen yeah, was telling me about them. That's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. I least, don't know if it's Chaski. I don't but know like if it's, it's the Chosky It's people. a group of people that do that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. We're just going to rewrite history now on the <laughs> Let's go.
0: Let's go. Feeling off and feeling's no facts. <laughs> like let's go.
1: Awesome. <laughs> At, we we always tell our listeners you can do the research. We just start that we 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 uh give you a bit of inspiration and curiosity to take it from there, you know. Yeah. Okay. Do your Googles.
3: So, look yeah. it
1: up. Yep. That's C H A S K I. I O. Oh.
2: oh. Just- chosky oh, his-
1: chosky Yep. Chosky. yep. C H A S K I. Bring
0: Fonny's back to the schools, y'all. She just sounded like that word all the way out. And you know she ain't never written that word a day in her life. Bring Fonny's back to the schools, y'all.
2: <laughs> That's good.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, Listen, thank you. Thank you. Yes. And um, good luck on your race. Thank and, you. Yes, and make sure to follow her y'all. Jess Jess Woods out here in, in New York. Run with her Brooklyn track club, go on a trail with her, get personally trained by her. Also just be entertained by her, okay? So all of the things. All oh, of it. All the things.
0: All right. <laughs> no. That was fire. Like,
1: right. Jess is a good time.
0: Jess is a really yeah. good time. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Listen, I mean, I am a stickler for really good dry humor. And I feel like Jess, like, this is a really mini conversation with a lot of intention, but I feel like she <laughs> is a person of that school of thought, like, some good dry humor, which I just I just love. Like, it's that's great. my favorite thing. Yeah. I would love to talk to her. Like, just <laughs> let's chat it out. Let's be friends. Like, let's
1: let's do that yeah jess is lit i um i remember so what i didn't want to say this when she was on but i just i keep thinking i don't keep thinking but i remember when i think back to when i first met her i definitely thought that she was like a super fast runner and like elite athlete Mm. type coach
2: Mm. because
1: her calves were huge and i was like you don't get calves (laughs) like that
0: you don't, yeah, like
1: Just from nowhere, like, you know She's built <laughs> I wasn't <laughs>
0: expecting that being the reason Okay Alright, but that's
1: like, a real thing Yeah, damn, yeah So to hear, though, that, like She is up a up lot up. more like me Than I even kind of realized mm-hmm. Especially with just not being, like, the fastest runner But then, like, I Because I was definitely in that mindset of just like Shit, I'm not the fastest, but I'll run the longest Watch me do it yeah. Um so yeah, yeah that definitely thank you, Jess, uh, for ho- uh joining us. And now on to the third act, as Ian just said, before we hop <laughs> back on. <laughs> we need to talk about what happened last uh this week because Nike hosted a well I what was it? You tell I wasn't there. I'm in So no
0: okay, so hold on, wait, wait, because I, I didn't do my I didn't do my recap. So
1: I'm gonna recap
0: my situation. Yeah, you feel me? Uh so Damn, I want to say my week basically started last Saturday with the because uh, we were talking about recovery with uh, with Jess. And um, so last i had last i had powered by Nike, we had our um, our recovery day party situation. Um, it was really cool. I had the recovery booth sitting out up under the tent in the shade. DJ Jim and I Jones came through, kept the vibes you know, going right. She even switched it to a little bit of lo-fi when Nubia came through and did the restorative yoga. She was supposed to do 30 minutes. I think she ended up doing like 45 to an hour. I don't even know, but it was just like really good, solid stretching. Uh, Ended up being hot yoga because the humidity and just the degrees was off the charts. Um, uh, Ruby's Tacos came through with some fire quesadillas. I didn't want any tacos, so we had quesadillas like the entire time. Like, Uh, carne asada, el pastor, um, uh, 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 quesadillas de hongos, um, so quesadillas with mushrooms and stuff like that. Like that was the vegetarian option, and it was like it was amazing. It was really cool. All uh, uh, bellies juices and smooth smoothies came through. Um, bellies is in Pilsen. They've been there for like I don't I think what four or five a thousand years. I don't remember, but um. Alex is a runner with seven, like she comes through with seven on Sundays, tortugas, all of them. And uh, she has uh, uh, juice and smoothie, um, uh, storm Pilson and her juices was fire. The watermelon one was so refreshing. Oh my god, it was so good. She had like this little green one with some ginger in it, it was spicy, but I, I knew it was doing the work. Okay, right. like, that's I when felt, you know
1: it works. Yeah, it's effective, you know
0: it was, it was, it was, it was really good. It was a really good situation. Um, but I mean, everybody had good. We had a raffle. Um, I will say probably turnout was a little bit less than what I thought cause we sold out. Like whatever, well, we didn't sell out, but you know, like the amount of attendance was at capacity basically all of the people, all of the spots that I allotted, um, filled up, but I wanted, but all those people didn't end up showing up. And I think it was because of the humidity, like the heat was, freaking crazy, okay. like we was like hanging out, chilling in the shade, sweating. <laughs> but um, the people who came out still enjoyed themselves, had a really good time, did some raffles. People had fun. Yeah. uh I mean, and then like fast forward, like the week was pretty chill, pretty cool. Um, last night, last night, Wednesday night. I don't know when it's coming out, but Wednesday night. You know what I'm saying? What's it? Uh, on the on uh, the, the
2: tenth. Yeah,
0: you feel me? <laughs> um i i was like nike came through with the uh chicago run crew celebration party at like shore club at um basically at north avenue beach first of all the place was mad cute okay it was it was beautiful it was was giving me reception vibes okay it was giving me the place we need to be after you know i get my vows make the whole whole room cry and all of that say i do like that's that's what it was giving me but like everybody was in there family style uh run too hard of course gumbo was there um tortugas um uh, three run two nico from three run two was the host of it um i mean i don't i edge the Ren runners west Down brew crew like it was like a bunch of us. We be, it had to have been like two hundred people. There. I don't even know. It was a lot. It yeah. was a lot. And um, I mean, they had the drinks flowing. I mean, it was like open bar for a few hours. I was, I was sipping pina coladas all night. He was walking around with the actual coconut at some point. Like it was, it was amazing. Aaron was body rolling to yeah. "Dirty Dancing," "Time of Our Lives," and shit like that. Like. It was it was literally like an entire event last night and it was it was just amazing for the Chicago run crews. I mean unfortunately you know there was a few that wasn't there, um, that I would have loved to have had there, but like the people who were there, we just had such a great time. So we started it off with a little run because, of course you gotta Absolutely. get your run in. All these runners get together. We you ran north on Lakes on on the uh along the beach and stuff like that they had a two mile uh one and two three and four mile option um I ran the four because I do not want to drink as much mm-hmm. and the more you run the less alcohol it takes to get tipsy like I've done the research that's what it is and so I got lit my bag got lit littered and I did you know <laughs> what I'm saying so it was just a good time you know some after the party like seven on Sundays was last person. like we was the last people to leave. Like Paragon and all of them, like they was like lowing up the U Haul while we standing there shouting at each other, doing WWF references and shit like that. Rick Flair Hulk Hogan references. Um ended with a beautiful, beautiful dip in the in Lake Michigan. Wow. Before we all finally packed it up and uh and went home. But it was man, it was a beautiful experience. Like, it was what the city freaking needed.
1: Uh, oh, yes. Wow. I mean, I, it seems like that's the first time they've done that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you but know, Down what, that I, level. I really, yeah. Yeah. I really feel like, man, like, I really, because, you know, like, 3Run2, like, they own the post-marathon party situation. Like, they've been doing it for years. It's been a staple. People have loved it, enjoyed it. So, Three Run Two knows how to throw a party and um, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, you know, collabing with Nike, you know, getting, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, that little Nike shmoney, you know what I'm saying, was able to help them. And listen, the restaurant, the restaurant was basically an outdoor restaurant. Okay. It had a little situation with a roof and all of that, where the dance floor was and everything. And then they had, like, the out on the, to the right of, or to the north side of the restaurant, they had, like, an out, out, place with a little tiki bar situation it was really nice but then on the southern end of the restaurant they had like it looked like love island over there I was looking for the confessionals and you know what I'm saying the toxic relationships like they had sand over I
2: there love the, island the,
0: the, the caravanas and all of that like it was it was it was it was super nice like i it was an amazing experience and yeah, we, we had a lot of fun and drank a lot. I will say, though, I did get my last two drinks of the night after they cut off the uh, free. Because, I mean, we was probably racking it up. Like, we was racking the Nike bill up. They was like open bar. We was like, say less. Say and less. so the I missed last call. And so I was like, okay, well, I still want. I, I, like, I know my limit is two more drinks. I want two more drinks. So I'm like, let me get what I've been having all night. Fan passes me. I didn't get the coconut joint. I just got the pina coladas and little short cups. He passed to me. I was really happy. He went. He went to go ring me up. He brought me back the bill. The bill said $40. And I was trying to figure out how the fuck did that happen. You know what I am mean? saying? I was like, what kind of coconuts are you using? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, is this Don Julio? Is this Patron? Like, where are we? What's going on? Where did, and what where the, where did is, the
1: communication
2: it, get fault I
0: was like, man, I was like, and then you know he he just handed me the joint and walked up. I was like, bro, but he just handed me like handed me the cups, no straws. I'm like, forty dollars, like nigga, I want the short straws. Don't leave me with these tall ass straws and this short ass cup. Like forty dollars, I need a I need a size appropriate. You might as well drink Coke today,
2: shit.
0: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen. So the whole night I'm dancing, right? You know what I'm saying? The the little frozen joints kind of like spilling on my hands a little bit. Them forty dollar drinks though. I ain't waste not an ounce of liquor. You know what I'm saying? Like all my moves, my my moves became like like waist down. There was no show, no waist up movements. Uh,
1: exactly. like, like, No, no,
0: <laughs> no, no. Also, I understand why y'all cut the uh cut the open bar off at this point.
1: Yeah, it's like <laughs> maybe we're done. <laughs>
0: maybe we're done. Forty dollar pina colada. Like, okay, okay. I learned my lesson. You know, it is what it you is. got to
1: get it in before last call.
0: Listen, but it was, it was fucking awesome, man. You were thoroughly missed.
1: Yeah. I, well, I ultimately Mike was there, right?
0: Yeah. Mike, Mike, Candace and Kelsey was there.
1: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so
3: that's Kelsey always. she be
0: walking fun. around like, you know, it's like, like she walking on air and stuff like that. Like, is she always ready to model? Like, you know what's going on? You know, feel me? Like she just be moving around, you know, ready to go. Outfit was on point, you know. Candace, like Candace, it was a good time with Candice. Candice, it's listen. We need a Patreon because Candace was wilding it at the end of the night. She had a she good was, time. She was trying. She was trying to. She was trying to set me and uh, Karen up. You know what I'm saying? Real quick, uh, mm-hmm. at the end of the night, I was like, uh-uh, don't. Mm-mm. What? Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. If we gonna do it, you gonna do it. That's all I'm gonna say. Like, good plan um but it was it was fun it was fun it was fun mike mike is mike mike was cool mike was mike was having him good all the time he was mingling of course he was he was in his element having a having a really nice time
1: <laughs> you know yeah so i i think for me there it's like i i almost don't need to be there like i i want you know but it's just like for me it's more about mike and like mike is gumbo fit in chicago yeah. And the more people can start understanding that, the more I am able to do other things. Um oh,
0: yeah, 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 you know? yeah. Most definitely, most definitely, most definitely. Yeah. But I mean, the party was fucking crazy. I know, you I know.
1: It's you know I I'm saying like, I wanted to be there. Yeah. You know,
0: like <laughs> it was definitely
1: it, like <laughs> go ahead, sorry.
0: No, no, I'm sorry. I'm like completely cutting you off. So I'm I am sorry. But like it was like you, like a couple of seven on Sunday runners who either didn't register or just couldn't get in because the spots just, like, filled up real quick. But it oh. was like a group of people. Like, I didn't mean you, missing you there as a representative gumbo, but just missing oh. Courtney. Like, Courtney needed to be there. Uh, a few of the seven on Sunday runners who weren't there needed to be there and stuff like that. Like, I mean, honest, shit, you know, I'm gonna say it right here. Nigga, Jorge should've been there. Grocery oh, should've hey, wait, grocery should've run, there. they weren't we should've there? been fucking lit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I, you know what, I, I, you know, like, I know even me saying that, you know, opens the door for even some, some other thoughts and stuff, but the shit filled up so fast. Like, I don't, you know, motherfuckers in the chat, like, I, I was waitlisted, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, everybody was invited, the whole city was invited and stuff like that. Uh, you okay, know, we promoted exactly as much spots. as we could, but them spots filled up so fast yeah so fast it was crazy like if you ain't signed up right when it was dropped you might have missed it yeah that's wild
1: um okay yeah i yeah i guess it does i keep forgetting that like the lululemon people probably don't get aren't like in my mind everybody was there from just like Mm -hmm. assumption but that's interesting Um, but yeah, I was like, it's, I had my good time last night with Athletic Greens. I had a really yeah. good dinner. I was eating nice. I was like chilling, you know, I was looking cute. Mm-hmm. I didn't get any photos of my outfit, but you know, I'll, I'll run it back. I'll
0: run it back. And now I will say, I will say they was, they was, they was, they was, they was playing their cards a little risky because they, they had us running. They had loaded us with alcohol and they had very little food. It was very little food. More And I mean like the food yeah. they were drinking out was like the little, you know, on the trays. Appetizers. The little bite, right? you yeah. Sounds like y'all are well, like me, You're me a and Karen uh, right me, now, yeah. me and Karen went to the hat afterwards and got <laughs> split a gyro and some fries. You feel me? Like because you needed it. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. But uh it was it was uh no complaints. No, it looked like
1: it was a fantastic time. I definitely was like, okay. Okay, they're having a good time. Okay, Nike. We get the run clubs Mm -hmm. together. Okay, Mm -hmm.
3: yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, all right, all
1: right. You on the beach, okay? That that sounds cute.
0: It was nice.
1: Yeah, that sounds real nice. Um, Yeah.
0: yeah. I don't know. That was my week. You know, tomorrow, I'm I'm announcing uh, Friday. I'm announcing the Twilight 5000 um track race at montrose five thousand yeah five thousand meters
1: oh okay because i was like what the five thousand yeah yeah five (laughs) thousand what
0: five thousand miles man but no five thousand loops uh but uh yeah yeah so track smith is coming back for the second one here in the city um and they tapped me to be the announcer so i'll be shouting out all the names shouting out the winners you know, just bringing that energy to this to this repeat. I'm ready to go. I'm excited.
1: I like it. I like it. I love it.
0: I'm also at home alone because my baby left. She went to she went on a trip. She hanging out with our homies, so I got Where? to uh I don't know if she wants me to tell her her business, but she out of the city, you know what I'm saying? She out here flying. She's oh, on the so east coast she, though.
1: So she had a party. And then hopped on the flight this morning how how did that happen? How did that work? she was okay I
0: listen, listen. she she's a soldier' because she was lit last night like she was <laughs> she was she was up okay and then we came home. you know what I'm saying? We got to bed like dumb late and then uh she got up at like four a m this morning to finish packing wow. and then we got her to a flight one time.
1: Nah, she probably sleep, slept on the flight, plane at least. That's, you know, oh, got yeah. a couple of hours in there. And then,
0: oh, yeah. I texted, I was like, I was like, also, you need to eat something. Please. Because she would not You need to eat something meat and bread and water. Okay. Please. Like, all of these things. You know, <laughs> like something heavy. Let's go. You working yeah. on hella margaritas. That's what you just traveled <laughs> on. Like, let's go.
1: That's just still digesting. Like, it's right. not going to go away anytime soon. Like...
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I've been eating meat a lot. I had a gyro the other day and it was so fucking good.
0: Whoa! Oh my I, God! World premiere. This is crazy.
1: <laughs> and it's funny because I moved to LA and it's like the vegan mecca, right? But I'm like, I... What? You know, I just, I'm in a place where I, I'm like, just taking a break from any diet, any specific diet and just mm-hmm. being like, okay, what do I feel like eating?
0: What do I want to eat right now?
1: Yeah. And so yeah. I, and that's how I'm functioning and I've been eating eggs and I've been eating all this stuff and I feel good. I feel, I feel like my brain, I feel like my brain is healthier. Mm and it's not to say that like you can't that. have like a healthy body on a vegan diet cuz you can do it it's just that though i was getting to the point where i wasn't able to like prepare things in advance and do all the like i wasn't able to do all that stuff and honestly like i just been craving meat like i love chicken i love lamb okay
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know i i want i want something that's greasy and has like animal fat in it that's yes. what i want
0: yes Yes. yes, you want you you wanted a meal that had a life at one point in time. You know what I'm saying? That had things to do. I was out here moving around. You know, living. You feel me? When like, you say it
1: like that, that. I I don't sound advertising. <laughs> you know, the yeah, point man, is.
0: Sometimes, sometimes, listen. That should be good. You know what I'm saying? A, a cow good. that lived a good life. Ooh,
1: ooh. It's great. I mean, honestly, I'm a fan You're of marveling. bacon. When I right when I was in uh, tr- uh, Joshua Tree, I had got some bacon from the deli.
0: <sighs>
1: so fucking good.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, I know. I just made all of our vegan listeners cringe. I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
1: and I'm so I, sorry. you know, and I'm here for the vegan lifestyle, but it's also just like I can eat that because I know I like it. I eat it. But then I'm also like, so now I can implement my new knowledge of and like way of preparing like really good, nutritious, veggie based meals. But then I can kind of incorporate that into like having some meat in there, too.
0: I love it. I love it. Listen, you know what I'm saying? Do you, baby. Enjoy it
1: all. Okay. Enjoy
0: it all. The world is yours.
1: I know. So that's, that's that's my last update for you.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I mean, well, I'm good. You know, I got to go open up the store mm. and stuff. Listen, I thought it was Friday. He I should sure have been did. at. Listen, I was like, I thought I was going to go to Julius's. Uh, uh, what do you call that shit? Um, the school orientation. Oh. I thought I was about to go there, so I didn't even go to the city yet. I should be in the city right now. I should be able to just hit, hit, hit leave the Zoom call and then. <laughs> Go open the store, and that's not what's happening. So I gotta drive probably like an hour and a half, two hours to the store right now. That's how far so I gotta get away you is? I mean, it's traffic. It's yeah. traffic around this time. Like, so it's just gonna be crazy. Now I will tell you though, I don't drive. I'm driving because I got the cop. You know what I'm saying, uh, but uh, normally I'm taking the metro and the and the CTA, and that's an hour, forty five minutes to two hours both ways.
1: Jesus
0: Christ! Yeah, it's a twelve hour day for me. So oh. when I I be getting up in the morning, like trying to run and work out, and I just don't be feeling it. But we're gonna we're gonna figure it out. All right. We're gonna well, figure
1: it out. Okay. Have a good day. Drive safe.
0: Thank you. I appreciate you. Enjoy your day. Y'all enjoy your day. Go ahead.
1: Follow, subscribe, like.
0: I was going to say that. There we go. Listen, same thing. That's that's my best friend. You feel (laughs) me? She already (laughs) knows.
1: All right, y'all. Bye.